Get your day started right. This is POC Breakfast with Gulam Fakir and Sabiro Sheikhesa. Only on the Voice of the Cape. 17 to 8 o'clock. So developments around South Africa's vaccine plan are changing rapidly. Just yesterday we heard that government will go ahead with its planned phase one of vaccination targeting healthcare workers using the Johnson & Johnson vaccine instead of AstraZeneca. As, uh, there was, as was revealed this week, the AstraZeneca jab only provides 10% protection against mild to moderate COVID-19 disease caused by the new variant 501Y.V2. News that has certainly upset South Africans who were quite optimistic mind you about the vaccines and then this morning obviously reported um, in the Cape Times that the World Health Organization panel that has given the green light for the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine in countries experiencing the new variant that was first identified in South Africa. What is the latest now regarding this? Well we've got um, we want to know first of all what does this mean for the country's health and their medical workers so let's speak to the South African Medical Association Chairperson Dr. Angelique Kutsia. Dr. Angelique thank you so much for your time this morning on Breakfast 9 to 1.3 FM. What is the latest now with regards to the um, you know the vaccines? Good morning good morning to your listeners out there yeah um, the problem is it's still it's still the the, the results from um, the WITS study still stays the same regardless what the WHO is saying so um, what South Africa need to do is um, to either do an open label study to enroll people who are willing to see whether it is going to be effective against our variant um, that will be voluntary. And um, also maybe, you know, there's a one million, if you can't get one million South Africans sign up for such a program, then um, we need to look at um, some of our neighboring countries, see whether they would be willing, so that we can get real-life data. Um, my gut feeling is this is going to become a political um, mm. uh, uh, hot potato. Mm-hmm. Scary, scary, and I think that was that was the fear of many, actually, to be very honest. But how, let let's get back now to you know the procurement of the the, the Johnson and Johnson vaccines uh, change in the vaccine roller plan for healthcare workers. Okay, so the Johnson and Johnson one um, is the only one in South Africa that was that 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 we have South African studies on um, on the South African variant. Remember that there were three trials done in South Africa. One was AstraZeneca, the Johnson & Johnson, and the other one, I can't remember which one it, that was. Yeah. But um, the studies um, on Johnson & Johnson was done on um, a, a huge uh, or a, a very d- diverse age group. So they, they included um, 65 years and older with um, some of the people who had um, suffering or is suffering from um, high blood pressure and, and diabetes. And it seems to be, uh, you know, safe on them as well. Um, I just need to say something. All these vaccines are safe. So it's not about safety anymore. It is about efficacy against our variant, trying to get Mm. people out of the hospital. It's not about herd immunity anymore. Please just forget about all of that. It is which vaccine will help me if I get the virus not to end up with severe disease in the hospital and maybe die from it. Mm. That's that's all we're looking for now. Let's talk about that. You know, let's talk about the efficacy of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and particularly now on the new variant. Let's talk a little bit more about that. Okay, the study showed that um, 
maybe just to put the, the listeners in, into the picture, there's three disease um, categories, mild, moderate, and severe. Mm. So Johnson & Johnson showed to have efficacy of about 57% against mild to moderate disease, um, while AstraZeneca, 22%. But Johnson & Johnson also showed um, 85% um, efficacy against severe disease, and unfortunately, there's no studies done on the um, on, on, on the um, AstraZeneca at this stage. So that so that's why they they need this open study. Right. Um, right. What age groups? Mm. Now, also in terms of healthcare workers, doc, you know, um, will they? Does this mean that they that the healthcare workers themselves will not have a choice in terms of which vaccine they can take? I presume you you can um, you know you the, the Johnson and Johnson one that is um, that's going to be rolled out within the next week or two. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of vaccine coming in, so um, they will be you know. Um, I'm not sure how they're going to divide mm. it to be fair against the pu- public and private sector, but let's say there's 300 dosages coming in, um, 300,000. Sorry. Um, go to public health should go to to private sector but whether that will happen we're not sure so you are then left with a million doses of AstraZeneca and if you are as a healthcare worker are um, feeling that you would like um, to be part of that um, scientific trial um, roll out on the AstraZeneca then you can take you you know you can most probably you can enroll then and take that in the meantime while we're waiting for other uh, or more Johnson & Johnson in the country. Unfortunately, the, the real effect of all of this will only be seen in about um, four to five months when winter starts to come, mm. whether it is going to be effective. And we cannot actually compare ourselves to Israel or the UK or any other country because they don't have our variant. Right, right. Makes sense. Now, also, um, you were talking about efficacy, right? Now, if, if a doctor, for example, had a compromised immunity, would the vaccine still be able to protect him from the virus? We don't know. So, needs to enroll to see what, 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 um, what, what the results will be. Remember, there's no vaccine that's 100% effective. Not right. even the flu vaccine is 100% effective. Right. So, no vaccines are 100% effective. We know that um, that this AstraZeneca one will protect um, one out of um, four people on the new variant, according to the study that has been done. But mm. again, that's why we need another study, a real-life study, where people know, knowingly take part, knowing that, um, you know, um, I need to either take the virus or I, I let me be part of a program where we see whether this vaccine will actually be effective. But in all of this, you will still need to wear your mask and the social distancing. Of course, yeah. Of course. Now, just one last thing before we go, Doc. I mean, something that many people are talking about, lots of predictions, lots of analysts coming on board as well. You know, um, talking about the, the possibility of a third wave. Uh, are health workers basically preparing for this third wave of the virus? Well, I hope so. Um, I hope that the National Department of Health and Provincial Departments of Health are getting, um, you know, their ducks in a row. They know exactly where the problems are lying and, you, uh, you know, what we experienced in the first and second wave where there was no good preparation. So I think it's essential 
that they start to work and prepare as if the third wave is already um, nearing us. You know, you need to do that. You cannot just sit back now and say, maybe the vaccine is going to be 22% effective, maybe 85% effective. No, you have to prepare. You have to make sure. And remember, every time the, the, the clinical picture changes, so the, 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 the type of patient that we saw in the first wave clinically at the cold phase and, this, and, and in the second wave is dramatically different. It's not the same. So we don't know how the patient will present in the third wave. And if you miss it, um, you miss that clinical symptoms, that patient is going to end up in, uh, in ICU again. Mm. Mm, that makes sense. Dr. Anjali Kutsia, Samus Chapers, thank you very much for your time this morning on Breakfast 91.3 FM. Let's see how it works out and let's also see what happens tonight, you know, with the sonar. Uh, perhaps we'll get more news around that as well. Thank you very much for your time this morning on Breakfast 91. You have a fantastic Safe. Thank you very much, Doctor. Time now moving on to eight minutes to the hour of uh, eight o'clock. 021 442 Lines are open.